Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Thank you, Vanessa. Don't forget, uh, Brett Phillips will join us uh, after 10 o'clock as we head towards the men's semi-finals. And surfer Jack Robinson will be on the program as well, coming to us via the North Shore of Hawaii. But our first guest this morning from Sydney FC after a 2-1 win over Melbourne victory last night, Ryan Grant is not only on the phone, but on the team bus as well. Good morning to you, Ryan. Morning, how are we? Yeah, good, thanks. Are you are you away from teammates that are going to pester you through this or do we <laughs> do we need to be quick and, and get you on your way? Yeah, I can't make any promises. I don't think they've realised <laughs> I'm on an interview yet. But uh, as soon as I do, I think we might be in a bit of strife, but we'll see how we go. Uh, okay, let's let's just chat as though it's not question-answer routine. But um, give me the heads up on, on what that victory last night meant to the team because it's been a good jump up the ladder as well. Yeah, obviously it was very important. Um, like you mentioned, it pushes up the ladder a little bit, but just from the confidence around the group, I think it was massive. I think we've been playing um, some okay football of late, but just not getting the rub of the green. So last night, it was nice to, to get a win and get that confidence uh, back in and around the group. And then obviously, like you said, pushed up the table too. So yeah, it's all, all looking uh, a lot better this morning. Steve Corica has has been talking, obviously, about the defence and the defence has been forefront and forefront and he mentioned it very quickly when he was spoken to last night. So how much of the... And this is your world, right? How much of the, how much of the focus going into this one was about solidifying that defence? Yeah, very much so. I think we've been sort of half on it about it um, as much as we can of, of late because obviously we're leaking a lot of goals. Um, we create a lot of chances and, and seem to finish them. Um, more often than not, but it's the leaking of goals that's sort of costing us. So mm-hmm. the defence um, as a whole as a whole group and team, not just obviously the defenders, but everyone, um, yeah, really wanted to put in a shift last night and, and show what we can do as a team. And uh, I think we did that. Obviously, they did score the goal, but um, we kept them to one and they're obviously a very good team. So to do that was nice. And then obviously to score a couple of goals and, and make sure we got that three points was, was very important. But yeah, the, the defence is the forefront at the moment and, and something we're concentrating on. And I had a chat with your skipper last week. In fact, as he as he you know started to come on back, it must be good having Alex back in the squad and back in the team. Oh yeah, definitely. I think just having his experience and uh, a level head back there makes a, a huge difference. I think the boys that came in obviously did quite well um, at different times, but I think yeah, there's nothing like experience and and a leader back there. So to have Brooks back was was huge and. Um, yeah, I don't think he's, he's looking at a place at all for a 37-year-old, so he's, he's cruising. So put into perspective then, Ryan, if you can, what this what this does for the rest of the season. And we've spoken about the fact you're now up to seventh on the ladder. You've got Central Coast Mariners next week back at home. So does it feel like a bit of a, a turning point in the season and where you're at? Yeah, that's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. Uh, in approaching, I think this is a, a, pretty, a pretty big win. Um, a big rival of ours against um, victory last night. So it's a massive win. So it's a sort of a turning point for us now in the season to, to go on and show a bit of consistency and, and win some games and, and really give uh, the second half of the season a good nudge and, and see where we end up. But yeah, like I said, the confidence from last night is, is the main thing and um, the boys are all up and about now and ready to get stuck in next week. 
Jeez, it's quiet on the bus, mate. There's, there's hardly any any noise. Has everybody got their headphones on, or have, have you squirrelled right down the back? Uh, yeah, we, I think we had our first win last night, so we had a, a few celebratory drinks. Ah. I it was a little bit dusty, <laughs> to be honest. Otherwise, I'd be copping it left, right, and centre. <laughs> Good on you, mate. I'm going to let you go. Appreciate you taking the time. Very well played. I reckon you've got through the entire interview without giving the game away. So that's a that's a plus. Well done last night as well. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Good on you. Ryan Grant joining us there. Uh, that was interesting, isn't it? I wondered why it was quiet. I mean, if they had a lost, then I'd go, yeah, I, I get it. They're quiet. So they've won, gone out and had a couple, and now they're all just sort of very, very chilled. Um, it's not easy. It, it's not easy to sit there on the phone. Your teammates know um, that you're ready to go. What are we? Jason Sanger yesterday had a couple of his teammates in the car heading to the airport as well. They all knew what he was up to. And I, I don't know what they were doing to him, but they were trying to make it as uncomfortable as possible. I've been in that situation. We were doing an interview heading to Formula One once and I had a whole stack of commentators with me and we were doing that interview. And you know what we did? We just, we opened it up, just put it on speakerphone and said, right, here's him, here's him, here, you go for it. Just, just ask whatever you want. And it was hilarious. I wouldn't do that to Ryan without notice. <laughs> but good to get the insight. 0457 736 736 is the text line number. And good to see Sydney FC back on track with that one. Melbourne victory, however, anchored at the bottom of the ladder. And that victory takes them from 10th, Sydney, to 7th, as I mentioned. And then next up, they are back at home. Pedro's come up with Rubik's, as in Rubik's Cube. That's not a bad one at all. In fact, you're so proud of yourself and pleased with yourself, Pedro. You've said, Rubik's, you're welcome. Yes. That might go to the top of the queue. Although, uh, the Ashman, what about the ice cubes? As in ice rinky and obviously cubes. Oh, that's good. The ice cubes is good. I, I know that this has been going on for a, a day or so in various parts, but I'm yet to see an answer. I'm yet to see... And and it did strike me that this is the first time that we've really had to think about it. We've had to get clever and creative around this. Um, thank God for those that went before them that <laughs> made it easier. Um, the Max, and then the Woodies, and then the Special Ks. After that, golfers are easy. Um, another one from the Ashman. Golfers are easy to pick because of the shocking cap tan line. Well, that's true. That's true. There is one here for you, Brooksy. I'm surprised. Uh, no, there's another one about an indoor climber. An indoor climber. Like, I don't think we could spot an indoor climber, says PG. Oh, I reckon you could. There would be a trail of powder. Chalk dust. Chalk, yeah. Ah. And big forearms. Well, are Small they legs? big? Are they big forearms? They're, they're, it's, I mean, an indoor climber to me, you can see every sinew of the forearm. And every cut forearm, cut, very, mm. very cut, trim, trim, and those, you know, those, um, you know, those sort of webbed feet shoes, you know, those ones, yes. like the, like the, uh, the wetsuit material, mm. that kind of stuff. So walking around in those, no socks, no socks, no socks, and the pouch at the back, <laughs> the little pouch. <laughs> Most people carry their mobile phone in it. No, there's nothing but chalk in there. So we've, boy, are we getting are we getting horribly stereotypical today? Why are we doing this? Not to be rude and nasty, but because we've got Jack Robinson on. And as we were digging around this morning before we spoke to him, um, before we um, thought about 
what we're going to talk about and, and everything else with Jack over there in Hawaii, we dug out this insane video of him as a 15-year-old kid with a shock of blonde hair, a, a, a dead-set crappy bowl cut. I mean, only a 15-year-old surfing prod- prodigy from Margaret River could get away with the kind of bowl cut that he was rocking at the time. And it's as dead-set surfer typical as you're going to get. And now he's living the surfer typical dream life. Uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. As I mentioned, BBL on tonight, right on uh, across the SEN network. Just tune into the SEN app. And then India v Australia. So we're also getting ready for our Australian representatives and the Aussie team to head over to India. The Border Gavaskar Trophy. Every ball of the four-tier series will be right here on SEN. Adam Collins, Jared Waitley will be there for the second test and thereafter. The first test begins on February 9. Ravi Shastri, Harsha Bogle, um, everyone's in it. And Bharat Sundarayson. So we'll have a huge team on the ground and you'll hear ball by ball uh, coverage right here on SEN. Meanwhile, Cricket Australia, as I mentioned, uh, dithering and dathering their way through having microphones on players. It's 2023. We've got technology coming out of our ears and we've got access like never before. And we pick up the paper this morning and read that the franchises are starting to worry about Moses Enriquez, for instance. Why put a mic on him? Because if he gets another fine, another demerit point, he's going to start missing matches. Not through the fault of his own. What's he meant to do out there when he's mic'd up? Not talk at all? Not give any access? It's, it's a tricky one for... The broadcast, it's a, tr- it's a tricky logistical nightmare as to how it happens. And Brooksy and I have both lived it in that world. It, it takes a lot more than just whacking a microphone on a player. There's a protocol to go through. There's the audio person is involved as well. And you don't want to expose information. There's all sorts of privacy around it. And stump microphones sit there and have been sitting there for ages, but they go up and down for very good reason. Joe, the cameraman, remember that? Right, So they go up and down for very good reason, and you've got to do that with the players. But at what stage do you say if a player who's wearing a microphone to give access to the public via the broadcaster who are paying the money, the big money, can't, for instance, swear under his breath or crack a joke and then has to face a code of conduct and a penalty? I mean, it's just bizarre to think that that would be the outcome of that. So Cricket Australia, shake, rattle and roll all you like behind the scenes to try and be the police in this one, but sometimes let it through the gate. Get on with it. Open the doors and come on in, folks, because the more you can invite people into your sport and people into your product and give them the insights and the background information, the more you're going to get in return next time there's a deal on the table. Back after this.